Welcome to Blockbuster Buffs. Blockbuster Buddies. Blockbuster Boys. Blockbuster Beefcakes. <laughs> we out here. What's up, y'all? The I'm... real name of the show is Blockbuster Buffs. Yes. Though. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it wrong, y'all. My name's Joe. I'm Matt. And we are your hosts on the show. We like movies. This is a movie show. This season's theme is family. The Fast and Furious family, to be exact. As we go through the Fast and Furious films, we have different people coming along for the ride and joining the barbecue crew. If you make it to the barbecue, you're part of the family. And if you're part of the family, you're probably in other movies. (laughs) And if you're in other movies, we're watching those movies too. Yeah, we'll be going through uh, a couple fast flicks, but mostly we're going to be looking at what the family's doing outside of the barbecue, outside of the Fast and Furious crew. Today's episode is featuring Jordana Brewster. Brewster? <sighs> yep, the love interest of yeah. Brian. Sister Mia. of Dom, Mia. Jordana Brewster. She's been in so many movies, such as... Fast and Fur- uh, the Fast and the Furious, uh, Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fast Six, uh, Fast Seven, probably. Yeah, gotta be Fate of the Furious. Okay, okay, we F9. get it. Nine. What else has she been Fast in? Fast X. All right. Uh, Home Sweet Hell and The Faculty are the only two movies that I know of that she's been in. Yeah, I before we figured it out, I didn't know her from anything else. So today's episode is going to be on the faculty. The faculty. Woo. Yeah, because the faculty is the only other like Home Sweet Hell. I hear was terrible. Mm. And sounds terrible. I had never seen the faculty, but I do remember when I was very young and it came out. Um, my brother liked it, so. <laughs> That's what it is. It's got to be good. When I saw she was in it, I was like, oh, okay, my brother likes that movie. If our if our teenage brothers liked things when we were young, it got the, embedded into our brain as being good. Obviously. Yeah, that's, that's, how, <laughs> that's that how that works. That's how that works. <laughs> that's how it works. Oh, now I'm stealing things from the Flophouse podcast. Sorry, Elliot Kalen. Um, you're just going to have to deal with it, I guess. So The Faculty came out in 1998. Wow. This late 90s was a a beautiful period in cinema <laughs> like seriously like the matrix came out that yeah. like the next year you got the gladiator you got all saving kind of, private ryan like so many good movies came out like right at the cusp like right before 9-11 and like early 2000s like these movies came out that were really good and the faculty is no different <laughs> right <laughs> on that level for sure. saving private ryan yes Peak it goes it goes like piece. Saving Private Ryan, The Matrix, The Faculty. (laughs) Shrek. Shrek. (laughs) Lord of the Rings. So uh, give us give us a summary on the faculty, Matt. What what's uh what's going on? Well, Joe, did you go to school? I uh for uh yes, for a little while. Did you ever go to high school? I did go to high school. Were there like cool cliques in high school? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, and different like, you know, real real scene. Like a different scenes and stuff. Yep. And were there like really cool teachers and stuff? There were some cool teachers. Were there some like bummer teachers? <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> some bummer teachers. So what if those bummer teachers? Those who will not be named. Uh, what if those ones, the bummer teachers, the teachers you didn't care for so much? Uh, what if they got I don't know like infested by some sort of parasitic alien and then uh you know try to take over the school and maybe the world? terrifying and definitely straight to the chopping block obviously as a big problem you're gonna need to kill those teachers for sure (laughs) i mean to start you're gonna want to assemble what six to seven teenage kids that have never done anything together ever that's that's what i would do (laughs) personally uh, i believe we call it a ragtag crew (laughs) a ragtag crew of 'er (laughs) ne'er-do-wells as gary goldman says how often do well nair <laughs> so the faculty is uh it's a movie about a high school and an alien parasite starts taking over the faculty and then that alien par- parasite is going to take over the town and then eventually it's going to take over the world and so we open in media res uh no we don't 
we open on a meeting that the faculty is having about, you know, it's very important in any school movie. You have the subtext of like, hey, okay, by the way, uh, schools are underfunded. So that's what they're talking about the meeting. They're like, man, this school is underfunded. We're going to have to, we're going to give money to football, but we're going to take money from the arts. Real shame. Even though football is the one that brings in the money. So that's kind of part of it. Uh, they do make a point that it's a football town, which is kind of important to the plot, but not so much. And then we get these like really cool 90s introductions to each of the characters. Um, Wait, for, you, you got to say who who gets murdered. Well, uh, in that first scene. Oh, that's a good point. So, uh, Principal Drake is is giving this meeting. Uh, no, this doesn't happen right away, Joe. It doesn't. This isn't the first scene. No, the first scene is the football. T- like, is is them? No, the, I'm telling you, the first scene is the faculty having a meeting about why the football team gets money and the other departments don't. Oh, no. The first scene is just kind of like an overview of the school. I'm so sorry, no, guys. This is incredibly unprofessional. Isn't it the coach? It's you, it's the first little football practice, and the coach. it's the coach yelling. Oh, okay. It's the coach yelling ferociously. I thought that was kind of part of like a whole overview of the school. Like I think they show the drama department and a couple things. It's during like the – no, it's just – Nope. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I watched this like a week and a half ago. <laughs> No, the open- I took a lot of notes, but <laughs> the opening scene is the the football practice. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's- so the coach is just yelling stuff. Yeah, the coach is yelling stuff, and he's yelling at all the kids. The main football, the main quarterback, uh, Stan. Stan is like uh, he throws a bad pass, right? Something like that. And then the coach is like, "Keep that just, shit out of here!" Yeah, rah, rah, rah. Coach is just cussing up a storm. Uh, Stan walks off. And uh, with his buddy, buddy kind of keeps him from going to have a confrontation with the coach. Uh, and then it goes to the, the meeting. Okay. Thank you, Joe. Yes. Thank you for putting us back on track. <laughs> so we have the meeting. Principal Drake is then after after the meeting in the school. Um, and, oh, actually, sorry. After the football practice, the football coach is there. He's like putting some. He's like picking up some cones or something like that. Maybe some cups. And he looks up and he's like, "What?" And he's talking to someone, but you don't see what. And it fades to black. And then we go into this meeting. And after the meeting, Principal Drake is in her office. She's like, just finishing up some stuff before she goes. It's pretty late at night. And the football coach attacks her, stabs her with a pencil. Well, first he like tries to be real creepy and flirt with her and try to be like, "Let's hook up." And she's like, you're drunk, go home. It's kind of weird to assume that a teacher is drunk at school. But uh, maybe that's his reputation. I'm not really sure. Um, But, yeah, so he, like, stabs her with a pencil. And then she's, like, running away from him and having a hard time with that. And she sees one of the drama teachers outside. And she's like, help, help. Uh, But the door is locked with a chain. I'm assuming that the football coach did this. And then... As she she gets the key from her office, she runs back, she unlocks the chain, and then as she gets outside, they're, like, trying to bar the football coach from getting out, and then she's stabbed by the drama teacher, who's also been assimilated. (laughs) Ah! It's the next day at school. And we get introduced to all of our leading ragtag crew. First, we have leading man. He does not get a weird little title card, which is odd to me. Um... And then we have Casey. And so Frodo is a dork. <laughs> Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood is Casey, and he's a dork, and he gets off the bus, and some dudes, like, pick on him. He gets punched, and then he apologizes for getting punched, and then he gets his balls rammed into the flagpole. <laughs> and then the movie pauses for a second, puts up, like, a red kind of gothic font that says Casey pauses for like four seconds and then moves on and then boom goth girl walks by and is like screw you casey and then she gets a pause stokey this is the goth girl stoke lee stoke oh is it yeah there's an l in there who's to say who's and then <laughs> she <not> the <laughs> and then she walks by <laughs> she walks by our heroine jordana brewster she is the reason why we're watching this movie and she is delilah delilah 
boom, Delilah. She is informing her clique what they should wear and how they should do their hair because she's the worst. <laughs> she also happens to be the head of the school newspaper and dating the, you know, the football star. And yeah, it's a whole thing. And the captain of the cheer squad. Oh, and she's the captain of the cheer. I think we get into that later. <laughs> but yeah, and so uh, Stan walks by. He's the football guy we've we've seen earlier, and he is kind of flirting with Jordana Brewster. Uh, he's basically coded at this point as football douche. He comes around, though. You like him a little bit more. Um, a leading man is the name I have for this guy. Uh, but his name is actually Zeke. He's the only, like, hero. He's kind of the main hero of the movie, except for maybe Stan. And he doesn't get a title card. It's kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, he's he's selling drugs in the bathroom. He's selling fake IDs in the bathroom. I he's thought he a get, super senior. I'm pretty sure he gets a title card in the bathroom when he's selling drugs. I paused and rewound and I, I i was like this is the leading man where is the title card huh. and i did not find it wow <laughs> um weird yeah so he's out here he's selling drugs he's a super senior so he's his second senior year and he's also selling fake ids the drugs are in these little pens like you unscrew the back of a pen he fills it with the little drug and then uh we'll find out what that is later but it's pretty interesting and then we go to the teacher's lounge. Smash cut teacher's lounge. Selma Hayek is there. I just bring her up because it's Selma Hayek. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> not important. She has a cold. Uh, basically, the school is broke as hell. And then uh, Zeke is in a class. It's like an English class. They're talking about uh, some English guy, some book. And Zeke actually answers the question very profoundly and like a real... You know, like a real sexy man teen. Literally. Yeah, like yeah. he's smart, clearly. Yeah. I think he maybe got himself held back because he was focused too much on making drugs. Um, and he has this gorgeous English teacher. Uh, she's played by Famka Jansen, and she's a very timid and kind of like shy. And so this is all part of the setup of the school. Um, Stan tells Jordana Brewster that he's quitting football. She's a real B-word about it, or a Delilah, as I like to call it. <laughs> uh, it says the immortal line. Uh, <laughs> captains of the cheerleading squad uh, date star quarterbacks, not brainiacs. <laughs> Come on, Jordana. What are we doing? So, and then, uh, so we're, we're getting, we're getting like little facades of all these characters. And so then it cuts to Stokely, uh, yeah, outside, and she is being nice to the new girl, Mary Beth, who got a title card earlier, who's just, she's super nice and friendly and friendly to everybody, and she just seems like a real sweetheart. She is, uh, yeah, she's beautiful, she has a southern accent, she's from Atlanta, and she is being real nice to Stokely, just trying to make a friend, as far as we can tell, and Jordana Brewster comes up and is like, whatever, lesbo. <laughs> she she like calls Stokely a lesbian and makes fun of her and then walks away. Basically, is what happens. Um, and then we see Frodo eating alone on the bleachers. What's his name? Elijah Wood. Yeah, Frodo. Yep. He's out there because obviously he's eating alone on the bleachers. Um, and then he he's, he's walking back to class. He gets picked on by the coach, uh, who is maybe some sort of alien at this point. Um, and he's basically asking like, Hey Frodo, why don't you, uh, try out for the football team? And he, Frodo says, I don't think a person should run unless he's being chased. Frodo's real name is Casey in the movie. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, I don't think a person should run unless he's being chased, which comes into play later. Um, and at this point he finds a worm thing out on the football field. It's like very dehydrated and kind of like dying. And he brings it to his science class is very important so he brings it to a science class and um john daly from the daily show is his science teacher with a goatee <laughs> and i didn't even notice it until the credits yeah I his science teacher that. with a goatee with a with a like uh fish yeah. tank in his class yeah that's john daly what daily <laughs> yes it's I absurd did not know that yeah like it's wow. just it's it's kind of an all-star cast it's really an ups an insane cast yeah like it's not john daly sorry john stewart 
That's not a I was like, I gotta look this up. What okay. am I saying? I was confused. Yeah, no, and John Daly is someone entirely different. But it's John Stewart. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. What the heck are you doing? I did not recognize him. He looked entirely different in 1998 or whatever yeah, this weird. movie was. It was like 24 years ago. Yeah, so Frodo brings in the worm to John Stewart and is like, hey, look, I found this weird worm. And he puts it under a microscope and drips a little bit of water on it and it like kind of animates a little bit and like moves. And so they put it in a fish tank, and it, like, grows these tentacles, and Stokely's really nice to it, and, like, it, it like, connects with her hands through the glass. It's kind of cool. It's a weird, it's, it's a weird-looking cool monster thing, and they're like, oh, maybe it's a new species. I think the science teachers should be way more skeptical of this, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. and don't forget that it replicates itself. Oh, yeah, immediately. Yeah. They drop it in the water, and it just, like, splits into two and replicates itself. And then um, the science teacher has the bright idea to stick his hand in there. I mean, he gloves up, sure, but he still sticks his hand in there to try and, like, grab it. Like, dude, what do you think? <laughs> and spoiler alert, it bites him. <laughs> and it's got, like, a gross, scary mouth. Um, okay, so this, these, this is our cast of characters. You know, we got Delilah, who's a like star cheerleader we got stokely who's kind of like the burnout scrub we got casey who's like the nerd mary beth who's like the sweet out of towner fish out of water dude we have zeke who's the really smart drug dealer who doesn't get good grades and we have stan who's a star footballer who also wants to become a dork now um and they are just this is the setup this is where we're at uh frodo is on the he uh, he writes for the school newspaper because of course he does <laughs> like obviously he writes for the school newspaper so he and jordana brewster start looking for a story and they break into the teacher's lounge and he's like hey maybe you should talk about how this teacher's an alcoholic and she's like i broke that last year and no one cares and so they're they're trying to find he's like oh well maybe there's this new species i found and she's like whatever nerd um and then the teachers are unlocking the door and they hide in a closet and it is the drama teacher and the football coach the two that we know have been somewhat eh, they're not they're not acting normal when we saw the football coach when casey was eating lunch on the bleachers he was being really nice and the drama teacher and him also killed principal drake and oddly enough they've been drinking a lot of water all day what do we know about this new species again survives on water <laughs> it replicates in water it's very interesting um and so our wonderful selma hayek comes in sick in the teacher's lounge while they're having like well the the drama teacher and the football coach are having like a meeting about how to assimilate the rest of the town basically and they kill selma hayek and spit a worm in her ear which are you know casey and Delilah don't see it, but they do see her get, like, beat up and probably killed, and they just, like, run out and call the cops. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. You're missing what else is in the closet with them when they when they step back. Oh, my gosh. All right, so there's a scene I forgot to mention that's very important. It's not important, and we could totally skip it, but it is pretty gross and weird. <laughs> yeah. So Stan, earlier when we're getting introduced to all these characters, Stan is at football practice, and he... And he goes into the shower, and he's, like, taking a shower, and behind him is, like, this old, old teacher shows up and just starts walking into the shower. Like, clearly, she's she's totally naked. No, no, she's not naked. No. He's naked. Yep. And she's just, like, rambling nonsense, talking about how, like, they're going to take over the world. They're, they're, like, here to stay. I know what their plan is. She's trying to get water in her is the real thing that she's trying to do. But he's like, oh, what are you doing? And he, like, touches her. He's, like, kind of pushes her away because she's, like, getting really close to him while he's naked. And her, like, skin on her face falls off. And so, flash forward to when Delilah and Casey are in the closet, uh, there's a body. And it's her body, like, with the disfigured face. And it's crazy and gross. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this one. <laughs> so funny. Gross bodies. <laughs> yeah, so they, they jet out of the closet, and they call the police. They're like, they killed this teacher. They killed this other teacher. They hit her in the closet. 
and the police come um, with basically just with Casey and his dad, who's the bad guy in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, Casey and the bad guy in Happy Gilmore show up. <laughs> it's a whole thing, and the cops show up, and they're like, oh, this body that was in the closet is actually just a mannequin that's here, and Selma Hayek greets the cops when they show up. So she's clearly not dead, and she's totally fine. And then the cops go in to see Principal Drake, who's alive, even though we saw her dead? Get stabbed with scissors? Oh, my gosh. She's standing there like normal. Yeah, Casey doesn't know that she was killed, but we do as the audience. She's standing there like normal, and there's a weird scuffle in her office. And then the cop comes out and is like, everything's fine. Really troubling. (laughs) Really quite troubling. (laughs) Casey knows it's not. So, yeah. (laughs) Casey goes home with his parents. uh, (laughs) Claiming, like, all right, well... Obviously, this kid, adults said he was wrong, so he has delusions, and he's crazy, and he's probably doing drugs. And his parents immediately, which is kind of the weird, it's weird to me, they immediately think he has a serious problem, he is probably doing drugs, and maybe we should take him to the doctor. When it's like, is that more believable than maybe he lied about something? (laughs) Maybe he lied about his teachers being evil. Like, that doesn't seem... It's pretty weird to me that they took it so seriously. And so, yeah, the uh, the, the worms, they require a huge amount of water. And... Mm, where are we at here? Casey Casey's at his house, and he mm-hmm. tries to... Uh, his parents ground him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're not doing anything, you're going anywhere, and you're seeing a doctor tomorrow. And he's like, I'm not lying. Believe me. And he tries to break out of the house, tries to climb out, and he has like a little. Uh, oh uh, yeah. He, we don't know if it's a hallucination or not, but the football coach and the drama coach and, uh, and this is the principal. Yeah. Yeah, are all outside the house, and uh, he like falls down his roof, lands, and they're about to like come over and eat his brains when his dad comes out and grabs him, tells him to get inside, and he looks back and they're all gone. He's like, "What the heck?" Yeah, and then it's just the next day at school, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's just the next day at school, and I think we see we see Zeke flirting with Mary Beth. They're kind of getting along, and they overhear Casey and Jordana Brewster, uh, Delilah, fighting about you know what happened, and they start to they they go into the classroom to look for the worm because they're like, hey, maybe something's going on with this worm. I'm not sure, and it's gone. And so he's talking about it, and he's like, they require water, and uh, it's it's a real problem. And, oh, I think I got I think I think got out of step. I did. I did. Zeke and Mary Blythe flirt, um, and the faculty starts just calling students. So before, before they're in there, they haven't figured out that maybe it is tied to the worm. Casey and um, Delilah are trying to figure out what's going on, though, because they realize something's weird. Delilah just kept it secret from their parents so she didn't get in trouble. And then um, they just keep calling students to the nurse, Selma Hayek. And they're just, we know as the audience, they're just commuting students. And so the students start all acting weird. A couple that was like really uh, contentious, they, they start like being really, you know, buddy-buddy. And they're, they're fine. They're not fighting anymore. They're just kind of like holding hands and, you know, making out and stuff. Um, and so that's kind of odd. And then as... They, we see this as Zeke and Mary Beth are flirting and walking through the courtyard that all these students are being very well behaved and very, like, in sync with one another. And then that 70s rapist dude uh, from that 70s show, what's his name? <laughs> what? The, like, guy from that 70s show. Uh, he is... Uh... He got, he got, he's a Scientologist... I just have him in my notes as that 70s rapist because I figured everyone would know. Who are you uh, talking about? Uh, Danny Masterson. He's Stephen Hyde in that 70s show. This guy. You know this guy. He's in the movie. He's in the show The Ranch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I recognize him. Is yeah, he, he in the movie? Yeah, he, he comes up to Zeke randomly and he's like, 
hey, Zeke, you got any more drugs? And he, like, tries to buy them from him, and it's weird. Like, he's okay. clearly super yeah, yeah, weird yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Danny I, Masterson. I, yes, that registered when I was watching it that, like, I recognized him, but I definitely, like, did not spend any time trying to make a connection. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm surprised <laughs> that no one else just refers to him as that 70s rapist. But, <laughs> yeah, like, he went to, he's in jail for, like, 38 oh. years now. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, duh. wow. Did not know that one. Yeah, trigger warning, now. this guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, but very clumsily, asks Zeke, like, you got any drugs? He's like, yeah, he hands him a couple pens and they buy from him. And then he's like, you, is that all you have? And he's like, right now, yeah. And it just kind of tells him to move along. And then he offers some drugs to Mary Beth, and she's like, oh, I'm allergic to everything. I'm allergic to aspirin. I can't take any. Um it's a whole thing. So they're flirting. They they start kissing a little bit. They they head to a little uh, pharmacy like little drug room. I don't know, like science uh, like a, I think, science yeah, lab, chemistry lab. Yeah, chemistry and lab. And he's like thing. stealing stuff. Yeah. To you know make his little drugs. And, and she's it's like, right next to the science class where Casey and Delilah are. Yeah, and they're trying to find this worm, and they overhear them talking about aliens that are trying to assimilate the world. And Zeke comes in and makes fun of, makes fun of Casey a little bit, and they're like, "Where's the, you know, where's the worm or whatever?" And then John Stewart walks in. And Isn't Stan in there too? Stan comes in at some point. I don't think he is. Maybe he is. He might be in there. Because he helps fight. He helps fight. Oh, yeah. He must be. The whole crew has assembled in yes. this science class. I think maybe Jordana Rooster picked up Stan along the way. Um, but, yeah, they're all in there. Zeke, Mary Beth, Stokely is in there. Um, she's the one who knows about uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is clear. I mean, this is what this movie's based on. Um, but, yeah, so they're they're all in there. And then John Stewart, the teacher, the science teacher, comes in and is like, "Oh yeah, I sent that. I sent that worm off to the college, like we talked about." And then he tries to assimilate Casey, I believe. And they, the, you know, the like this crew gets in the gets in a fight with John Stewart, and they finally like Zeke cuts his arm off with uh with a he breaks off. <laughs> the paper cutter like arm <laughs> and he like cuts his arm off and these like red tentacles come out of it which is the things that came out of the the worm when it first was put in water like came out and these like red tentacles so yeah these like red tentacles come out of it and he just like keeps cutting them up and then like some of the worms fall out and one of them gets on Jordana Brewster and Stokely and they like try to fight it off um but yeah they they eventually just like they're they're trying to kill him and then uh, I believe, yeah, Zeke stabs him in the eye with one of his pens. And he's fine for, like, a second. And then he just, like, shrivels up and dies. Well, his face starts, like, bu- bubbling over. Like, his yeah, eye starts getting all white, frothy, bubbling. And then he falls over and, yeah, shrivels yeah. up dead. They're, yeah, so they kill him with the drugs that Zeke makes. And then they just try to dip out of school. Like, they're like, all right, this is real. That We found an alien. They take one of the worms with them that they find, and they're like, yeah, this is a problem. And so they they try to get to Zeke's car, and I think Zeke gets beat up by Famke Jansen at this point, where she, like, tells him to stop selling drugs. That's his, his like, super hot English teacher. And then... They do make it to his car, kind of just by walking through, but they hear, like, voice, like, like this. Basically, they do a good job, I think, at creating this feeling that the whole school, everyone is against them. And they do that by, like, you can just kind of hear mutterings of each of their names. And all the students are being weird, and they're all looking at them, and they're all kind of like, Delilah. Like, just, you hear it, and it's not, like, artful or, like, crafty, but it is, it is effective. Like, it really does make you kind of feel like, all right, they, they should know what's going on, and, yeah, they, they can tell that their, their school is different. Yeah. They make it to Zeke's car, they go to his drug lab, 
and he's like got a gun there and he's you know clearly has very wealthy parents who are just out so he's he's like a wealthy boy with wealthy stuff and you know mary beth is like oh look at your like fancy drug lab and she's just like so enamored with zeke the whole time it's kind of odd um but she's like oh this is your big secret caffeine pills and so he, what he's just doing is he's distilling like coffee and caffeine pills and like basically just mostly caffeine like they're not intense drugs which is maybe because he's pretty smart like i can't tell uh like it, it might just be like caffeine and other vitamins as far as i can tell but like it's a really smart move to be honest to like sell a drug that if you got caught with a ton of it you wouldn't get in trouble i was proud of zeke like this is <laughs> this is part of the movie where i was like this dude is freaking brilliant like he's he's distilling caffeine to a dose that makes you feel kind of stoned which i've had that dose of caffeine uh i won't get too far into it but i drink a lot of red bulls in a very short amount of time and yeah you do feel like loopy and kind of high and like frisky and weird and so you distill it to a dose that's like absurd and then sell it as if it's like cocaine yep but if you get caught with, I mean, 20,000 milligrams of caffeine, like, you're not going to jail. Like, you might, but not for long. Like, you're, you're fine, basically. <laughs> like, you can sell caffeine. Like, it's, there's no rule against it. And so I was really impressed by it because you can achieve some of that. And when you – I'd assume if you snort caffeine crystals, you you probably feel pretty dope for a second (laughs) so i'm gonna feel good that's what he's doing he's selling caffeine crystals in pen like powdered caffeine and so they're they're there they're talking about the monsters they're talking about the aliens they're they're kind of piecing together the knowledge that they have and they come to the conclusion that any one of them could be assimilated and the only way to test it is to do drugs and so they're like all right everyone is is taking a hit of this caffeine stuff right and they figured out at this point that the caffeine is the reason that uh the drug killed the teacher because it dries the it dehydrates it dehydrates it and the 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 parasites thrive on water which i'm skeptical of (laughs) i'm not a huge fan of i thought that was a little bit reaching like i don't think it it dehydrates you it makes you need to pee a lot but it's not like it's not like it dries you out as if you you know like fell into a pile of salt or concrete or something like concrete will just dry out your entire body like if you fell into a pool of concrete like you'll die quickly because it'll just suck all of the water out of you it's pretty weird hmm. but like i don't think caffeine works like that but i give it a pass because the doses that he's dealing with are like pretty high like yeah potentially. it's it's absurd yeah. it's an absurd dose of caffeine so and maybe it's just poisonous to the worms in general like i don't think it actually dries them out necessarily but yeah they if they need a ton of water and they get a little bit less and they die like that seems to be the way that's working so anyway he has everyone snort some the last two i mean everyone's kind of a little bit like pumped and weird and loopy but the last two are mary beth and uh delilah who don't want to snort it and mary beth snorts it at the same time as delilah and delilah instead just drops it and doesn't actually take it because she has been assimilated which is bad so yeah she fights with them a little bit she breaks through the door and leaves and gets into a car and it's clearly like this whole these worms these body snatchers are like kind of like a hive mind and so they they go back they go to they gather all of this caffeine that they can into this like kind of like powder gun and they it's the night of the big football game everyone's coming to the football game and that's why the school gives money to footballers and not other people um and so they're they're all they're like we're gonna go we're gonna find out who is the head and they basically come up with the idea that so zeke is smart enough that he looks at the worm and he's like this is not a complete organism it doesn't have the type of nervous system it needs to be plotting in the way that it is 
And so clearly there's like an alpha that's controlling the others. And so you get basically the the rule of every movie, cut the head off the snake, the body dies. So they're like, let's find the head of the snake. Kill the queen bee. We'll kill it, and then everything else will go away, and the, these people will turn back to normal. And so that's their plan. They go to the football game. They're looking for him. They're like trying to find the alpha, and they for a second think like, oh, maybe it's Principal Drake. And they see her chasing them, and they they run, and they're they're at the football game, and then they run back to school into the gym, and she comes in, and they're like, they have a whole encounter with her, and she's like, you guys have to get out of here, and they're like, yeah, no, like take this take this drug, and she's like, I'm not doing that, obviously, <laughs> and then, oh man, she tries to attack one of them, I believe, what happens? Yeah, they get in a fight with her. I get in a fight with her, and then, um, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, when they get, they get her, like, downed, basically, like, tie her up. And then Mary Beth takes, they have, like, this canister to that they use to fill the pens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she just dumps the entire thing on Principal Drake. And it's just, like, it's crazy. Like, she just, like, bubbles up and, like, like clinches together and dehydrates and dies. And, like, I don't know if she, she, like, shrivels up all the way. It's crazy. Like, it's insane. And you're like, man, Mary Beth, like, you're an idiot. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Why did you just waste all of your ammo? Yeah, they're doing, like, insane doses. When they all, like, take a hit, I'm like, I think, it, I think they're doing, like, 400 milligrams of caffeine which like if you do pre-workout you know like about 150 is plenty to get you pretty ramped up and you double <laughs> that that's a lot and then you snort it like holy cow this is insane this is a huge amount of caffeine and so she just yeah she dumps the whole thing ruins waste their whole stash and then stands like i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna find it i think it's the coach i think it's the coach so he goes out and he's like, the the game ends. I think maybe it gets rained out, but I don't I don't think so. I think the game just ends. And he goes out there and he sees the coach. And this moment, I don't know, what'd you think of this? When he sees the coach, and the coach and the players are all just like standing there drinking up the rain. And they're like like they have like these protrude like these tentacles coming out of like these little thin red mm-hmm. tentacles coming out of their skin on their face and their hands, like, absorbing the rain. And it was so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so gross. Yep. And, like, yeah, it's it's a cool scene, and it's, like, not terrible, but, yeah. So then Stan comes back, and he's like, I, you guys got to let me, there's a crazy, it's, it's him, it's him. And uh, they don't let him in because they're like, hey, uh, you know what? Snort this caffeine before you get in. And then he uh, does it and dumps it out on the ground. And it's their last vial because they're dumb. They shouldn't have done that. Um, so, yeah, they waste their caffeine. Uh, Stan has been assimilated. Delilah has been assimilated. Um, it's down to Stokely, Casey, Zeke, and... Mary Beth. Mary Beth. And so Zeke and Casey decide, all right, here's what we're going to do. I got more... Zeke's like, I got more drugs in my car. We could go get it. And that'll be all right. So it's like, first of all, why don't you bring those with you? You guys were in your car earlier. Um, but, yeah, so he's like, I think I got some in my car. We could go get it. So they, Casey and him, go out, and Casey acts kind of as bait. Um, Delilah, uh, yeah, he, he distracts the football team. And as, so, yeah, the football team is hunting Zeke and Casey, basically. They, they catch him, and then, yeah, Zeke's like, you got to be the bait. And so... Casey distracts the football team and climbs into a bus, and then, boom, Delilah shows up. And she tries to be hot enough to get Casey to assimilate. (laughs) It does not work, but she does call the rest of her mates around, and uh, the football team shows up, and they start, like, messing with the bus. He climbs out the roof. Everything's fine. Casey's on the run. No big deal. And then Zeke gets to his car, and Famke Jansen is there trying to assimilate Nate, by being, or yeah, not Nate, Zeke. <laughs> By being hot enough. That's really their play. It's just like, 
you're a teenage boy. I'm pretty hot. <laughs> you want to join my crew? Like it's it's a little ridiculous. Um, but they they each resist, and Zeke gets in the car, and Famke Jansen gets in the car, and then he runs into the side of a bus, and she's not strapped in. He is, and she like flies out and hits the bus, and the bus explodes, and he grabs the drugs from his. Uh, from love the, compartment, I think. Like right? their the floor, floor of the yeah, car. yeah. They're like rolling around on the floor. And then this one was crazy because he gets out of the car and Famke Jansen's head is on like a squid body because <laughs> her head came off and her body's like kind of like tearing around and then her head like like kind of like squids like octopuses over to her body <laughs> and like gets put back on and he just dips. <laughs> Meanwhile. Stokely and Mary Beth are alone, and they've been real friendly to each other. And she's asking her about the end of Invasion of the Body Snatchers and about how it works out. And she's like, "Well, you know the the you know the Body Snatchers win." I think she says, mm-hmm. "Yeah." And she's like, "Yeah, they take over everything." And she's like, "Yeah, well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's right. Like, maybe we should become elevated into this like supreme, you know." This clearly better species. And Stokely's like, no. And then she's like, your entertainment got it right. We're going to win. And she's like, we're going to win. And so Stokely backs up and Mary Beth turns into a giant monster. And Stokely runs away. And she's running. And then she's running through the pool area. She's running along the side. And then Mary Beth jumps into the pool and she becomes this giant crazy monster thing. Casey's Um, with Stokely at this point, too. Yeah, Casey does make it back. So, no, he comes in after. Okay. So, like, Mary Beth gets, she's in the water, and she, like, one of her tentacles grabs and throws Stokely. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Frodo runs in, and then, like, is like, what's going on? She's like, oh, Mary Beth's the bad guy. Um, <laughs> and then there's, like, kind of a, like, they leave, they go into a locker room, and then Mary Beth turns back into Mary Beth, and she's just like, naked swimming and like gets out of the water naked and then goes into the goes into the locker room and this scene is pretty cool too because it's like she is like frodo's like what's going on and stokely's like i don't know because like stokely's like i mean it's mary best the bad guy it's her it's her it's her it's her and frodo's like maybe it's you like Mm, right i'm not sure what's going on and then stokely like hits him because when she got hit by that tentacle, she got assimilated by uh, Mary Beth, and so she he locks her he locks Stokely into like a like a gym locker basically, um, not like a gym locker like a small one, but like a cage that houses equipment, um, and so then it's just hit Frodo and Mary Beth, like kind of moving around the locker room, and she's like talking to him and just like trying to be sexy all naked and stuff, and he's like just trying to hide from her basically and zeke shows up at this point and frodo's like it's her uh but then she she continues to just try to like kind of be temptress with both of them and then finally when it's clear it's not gonna work she just goes full monster and one thing that was kind of odd about this scene is she's like in the form of a human but the shadows are the form of this like mm-hmm. tentacle alien monster, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting choice. I didn't dislike it, but it, it was clearly like not normal. Um, yeah, so then, you know, Frodo, uh, I think Zeke gets hit on the head or something like that. Yeah, what was it, Zeke? He gets like tossed over the the lockers and okay. yeah, just gets like knocked out. So Frodo like bounds out of the locker room into the gymnasium behind the bleachers and Mary Beth now as alien queen octopus thing yeah like monster is the gross i mean man made horrors behind beyond all comprehension this thing is uh it's disgusting and <laughs> he um he goes behind the bleachers and this monster thing is like talking to him, but also is still a monster, but sounds like Mary Beth. It's kind of odd. And then he like pushes a button and the, then runs, and the monster starts chasing him underneath the bleachers as the bleachers start closing in one by one. And he makes it out, but then this gross 
like monster worm mouth like shoots him in the face. The monster gets stuck in the last row of bleachers. Oh yeah, that's key. Yep. Gets stuck so he's able to like kind of step back and he has one of the pens that he got from Zeke that Zeke got from the car. And it like he's about to do it, but then he gets shot in the face with these like barbs that are these worms and it's really gross. Um and then he like stabs her in the eye with three pens. And it dries out the whole thing and then the worms like push out of its face and they just man it's disgusting like, it's like the grossest effect i've ever seen and then everyone's fine and uh yeah i mean zeke and zeke and stokely get to kiss and stuff and i think uh casey ends up with delilah Diana, with delilah oh you better believe he oh does. no 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 um no 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 it's not zeke uh stan and stokely Yes. They get back together. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Stokely realizes yep. she's our, actually into men. Yep. And Jordana Brewster. I mean, I don't think she was ever really a lesbian. That's what right. she said. That's kind of the yeah. but, shtick. But yeah, so they're yeah, and it's it's all fine. And you know, Casey gets to be the hero that he always wanted to be, and yeah. he gets to be with the cheerleader, and he's getting interviewed Dude, all the time and in a world where Elijah Wood can be with Jordana Brewster. Yeah, and she is looking as good as, better than she's ever looked, frankly. Like, really? Nah, no. Disagree. Fast one, probably best. Yeah, she definitely looks better. She looks a fast. little bit too young in this one. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's looking great still, though. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and it's awesome. And that's the end of the movie. Yep. And I spent as, I don't know how to make these summaries shorter, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll try. We're we'll trying. do our best. But it's hard, man. These movies are fun, and they're yep. interesting, and there's a lot going on, and I, and I love... there's just a lot of important stuff. Yeah, if I get to the end, and it's like, all right, well, this thing happens, and then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, I got to backtrack and tell you about what happened before to set up <laughs> yeah. this thing. Yep. It's a whole mess. It is a whole mess. You got anything to add? No. That was great. All right. Yeah. Ready? For Dunker Defend? <laughs> Dunker Defend. This is where we talk about the the movie, and Joe and I will, one, each of us will decide. We don't know what the other one's going to say. Um, if we would like to defend this movie on its merits, or dunk on it because it's ridiculous. So, you want to call it? Yep. Three, two, one. Dunk. dunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Dunk. Dunk. It's got to be dunk. I want to pref it. Oh, man, you go first. All right. So I'm dunking on this for multiple reasons. My primary reason for dunking on it, though, is for being like for being self-aware, for having Stokely be so knowledgeable about the invasion of the Mind Snatchers or whatever mm-hmm. it is, uh, and being like kind of an important semi like subplot of the story like her and Casey talking about the book and everything yeah is like for as self-aware as it was it took itself too seriously Mm -hmm. like it couldn't figure out whether it was a spoof or trying to be a serious movie and so it like towed the line too much Mm -hmm. and it was just like it, it, it couldn't figure out what it was trying to do yeah anything else I think the they were trying to do like some social commentary and stuff too with like the whole the football team is the only thing that's important in this town mm-hmm. like why don't we have funding for anything else like they were trying to make some social commentary with that stuff but like they only barely touched on it at the beginning of the movie and then never like brought any of it back up again really yeah. so like what like, if the ri- what, like what if the burnout kid was actually smart yeah Okay, maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, yeah. It was just, like, very cliched. Yeah, and, like, super cliched with oh, yeah. just the the characters themselves, like, total caricatures of the the time period of what they might be like. Like, Casey was ridiculously bullied. Like, he was bullied <laughs> harder than I can... Like, literally getting picked up by four guys <laughs> and getting his nuts squished against a light post or whatever. Just, like, that is... Where is where are the teachers? Like where is anyone that's like 
gonna have like this is outside the front of the school someone should have an eye on this like what this is next level bullying yeah like if you guys have ever been bullied this way let us know yeah seriously please i'll come have coffee with you and like try and talk you through like that is a ridiculous amount of bullying yeah like he's not just like that's fine like he he's got serious psychological problems for for a long time unless he's and even if he like is able to cope with it well like he's got problems yeah like he's oh man it's yeah. a mess and they make it seem like so normal too like he yeah. they make it like he's able to to roll with it fairly easily yeah. like what so like dude you are <laughs> i mean you're growing up to be the unibomber like yeah. what are you doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just brutal totally fair mm. uh and i mean other than that it was like a fun silly horror to kind of kick off spooky season but it was just pretty low quality in general i'd say yeah did you enjoy it or was it kind of difficult Eh, to watch it wasn't difficult to watch yeah but yeah i mean it was fun for its own sake okay but it wasn't like defensive defense worthy yeah (laughs) i also decided to dunk on this flick and I, I liked it a lot more than you did, it seems like. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I got to start with the dunks, though. Okay, okay. Dunks, I mean, the girl who shows up out of nowhere ends up being the, like, main bad, which is, like, okay, that, that kind of tracks, but that seems a little bit, like, obvious, which is odd. And then uh, the when people get assimilated... They act like they're assimilated. They act weird, and they act different. They act counter to their character. And so it's really strange that, like, when super Delilah-y, Delilah, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, when, yeah, when super B-word Delilah gets assimilated, she's just kind of still this like <laughs> she's like still the same way she's still kind of acting the same way she's still very emotional but like somehow she is you know doing her thing and then also like they do the drug at the same time and like mary beth because she's the queen bee is able to like m- she closes her nostrils and un like that's what happened in that scene when they're in they're in zeke's lab and they all like take drugs and then Delilah can't do it, but Mary Beth does it, and she even acts like pretends loopy, but she's really like the the main baddie. Um, like she, her body is built different. She like closes her nostrils so that way it doesn't actually like suck in, and then reduces the pen. But like just this kind of like it was, it felt like an afterthought to me. Um, Frodo's parents really bummed me out. <laughs> I was just like, that's not. I mean. Uh, kids are just weird so like when you have a when your parent and your kids are just like being weird you're not like immediate like you need to go see a doctor it's like are you all right like even if you have a good relationship you know you're you kind of know your kids well like you just kind of like are are you okay you give it a couple days to see <laughs> if they're like being you know if they're hallucinating unless they're like really going crazy like you're gonna give it some time and so that was bothersome and it it was just really like a lot of dumb stuff in a row that was kind of frustrating um the fact that the teacher like uses like touches the touches the monster the fact that he's like this must be a new species i'm like (laughs) you found a worm that was dead in your yard like you you would be really careful about that yeah (laughs) like you're a science teacher (laughs) like oh man yeah so that was frustrating um yeah, and everyone was a character. Mm-hmm. That was the big thing. Mm-hmm. But the points I'll give, number one, this movie was, <laughs> I thought it was very fun. Um, I also thought, like, I really enjoyed, much like Pitch Black, I forgot that there was a time in, in like, cinema history where you would just start a movie and then stuff would happen in a row and then you would just, like, deal with that stuff. And it wasn't, you know it, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> all movies now start with like I'm Tyler Caraway and I'm here at this school 
and this is this person, and this is this person, and this is where I'm from, and this is what I think, and this is how I feel, and my parents don't like me that much. Like, all these movies, like, like you look at Easy A, you look at, I like that movie too, but it's just like, it was kind, it was really refreshing, much like Pitch Black, to have a movie that just starts. There's no exposition, there's no narration, there's like a little, you know, like, scene setting up like who these characters are and even like little pause and title card and it's a little bit clunky but it was really nice like it was refreshing to me to watch a movie that wasn't like sonic the hedgehog is paused and like i bet you're wondering how i got here like it's just like <laughs> stuff starts and then things are happening yeah. and it it's rare like it's, i didn't realize how rare it was until we watched two 90s movies in a row <laughs> but <laughs> yeah it's even even dungeons and dragons like yeah, it's uh, total a lot exposition. Of exposition. Yeah, some parts of that makes it it's it's kind of a cheat code. It makes the movies easier to watch, easier to enjoy, and easier to write. But it's it's almost forgivable in Dungeons and Dragons because it's what you do in the game, right? Like it's it's just playing off that trope. But in general, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. It's it can be overdone with too much exposition. Yeah, so there's point. there's the little bit of defense for faculty. I loved it. I, I think you should watch it. I think I... I mean, it's a movie I genuinely like. But it's also dumb and not that good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to I had to dunk on it. So uh, I would recommend you watch it. Joe, what do you think? Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. I could go the rest of my life without ever watching it again. I will definitely watch it again. <laughs> Like I said, it was a fun way to to kick off spooky season with a bit of a, a horror thriller. Yeah. Fair. But, yeah. What's our next segment? Quarter mile time. Quarter mile time. Woo! <laughs> you want to explain it? Sure. So, if you've been following along so far this season, you'd know that our ranking system is based off the quarter mile speed, not your typical 0 to 10 ranking. This is a 10 to 20 second ranking. So, 10 seconds is a very good quarter mile time, specifically for the Fast and Furious universe. In these days... Mm, it's it's good, not it's, great. It's good, not great. Cars can definitely do better than a 10 second quarter mile. Yeah. But... Uh, we're considering 10 seconds to be the best of the best and 20 seconds to be trash. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's our that's our season. We're in the Fast and Furious family. We're looking at, we watch this movie because Jordana Brewster's in it. Mia, she's our girl. We want to see what she's doing outside of the franchise. So we're staying in that Fast and Furious lane. I just want to remind people because I mean you yeah. talk about a movie for an hour no, no, and right. they're like, eh, "Don't forget, this is what we're doing." Yep. No, it's yeah, okay, good reminder. I'm. I was just thinking of what my ranking is going to be and what Ugh. your ranking is going to be. Do you want to go first? Oh, not really, but I can. It's going to be a sixteen. Like I said, I like this movie, but it doesn't. Like I think when I when I think about the quarter mile time, I think like is it doing what it's trying to do, exactly as it's trying to do it, and I think in reality like it's a rip off of another thing, and so, it's automatically losing points for that, and then also it's like it's very generic, and like it's well done generic, but it's still generic, and so, and it has too many plot holes and too many like inconsistencies with the narrative and so while i'm very much enjoy it i would maybe consider it to be like a good movie in terms of like it's fun to watch it's fun to tease and make fun of it's a little ridiculous but it's not like it's not good on its own merits it's good because i just like movies and it and it, they've tried and it's fun and it's not boring like it's good because it's not boring but it's as far as execution, it's just it's a miss almost all the way around. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be even harder on it. I'm gonna give it an 18. Oof, so it's a that's, bad, bad. It's an F minus for me. <laughs> and I definitely agree with your points. And on top of it being a ripoff, if you're gonna be a ripoff, 
and you're going to be self-aware about it, then you have to be funny. If yeah. You can't be serious or at least like that, uh, s- like straightforward and basically like mm-hmm. copycatty. You have to be more funny and more like outlandish with being mm-hmm. a spoof, basically. Like I expect you to be a spoof if you're being self-aware about being a ripoff. Yeah, I thought it was super funny. They didn't intend it to be funny at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> not a little bit. I almost forgot yeah. that they didn't try to make it funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this definitely took themselves seriously. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah, I mean, the cliche, pretty straightforward, predictable stuff going on. Uh, just meh. Worst movie so far, guys. Worst movie so far. All right, well. Will something top it? Got anything else? Uh, I still love Mia. No matter what, <laughs> Turn Down and Brewster will be uh, near and dear to me. So That's fair. She's what, what kept it from being a 20. Fair. <laughs> yeah, no, for me it was Frodo. <laughs> Frodo and I think my favorite character is probably Zeke. Like, I think that Zeke his character. plan, like his whole deal was, was pretty cool. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, that's been Blockbuster Boys, Blockbuster Buffs. The reality of the show is Blockbuster Buffs. Blockbuster Me and Joe, Buffs. We're buffs. And we're, well, we're blockbusting. So, um, <laughs> please uh, like our show, follow us on social media. And, you know, uh, we're on the All Days Off Network, so maybe listen to that too. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening. Have a good day or night.